Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open the Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is May 14th, and our reading comes from John chapter 8. Beginning in verse 1, here's what it says. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. And a crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. And as he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. Jesus answered, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So Jesus is teaching. The religious leaders are trying to trap him. What they're hoping he'll do is he'll either decide to stone the woman to death like the law called for, which if he does, he's going to lose his popularity with the crowd, or he's going to deny the law. He's going to say, no, we can't do that. And if he does that, then they have reason to accuse him of compromising the word, of compromising God's law. So they're trying to trap him. They're trying to set him up. And so Jesus recognizes this. In fact, maybe what clued him in is the fact that they drug in the woman, but not the man. Where's the man that was in this story, right? It takes two to tango. Why'd they only bring a woman? But anyway, Jesus catches them and he begins writing in the dirt. Now, here's the question. What's Jesus writing in the dirt? Well, there's two big ideas. One idea is that he's writing the Ten Commandments. He's writing the law so that when he says, he who is without sin, let him throw the first stone because he's been writing the law. All of these men are pondering their own heart and their own sin. And they recognize, you know, the truth is we're guilty too. And so they don't feel the moral authority to then kill, judge, and execute this woman. Some some have speculated that what he was writing in the ground was the name of their mistresses. Maybe he was highlighting, this woman isn't the only one that's committed adultery around here. You guys are guilty. But either way, what becomes obvious is these men who dragged the woman in and want to condemn and stone her, they are in the presence of Jesus, confronted by their own sinfulness. And man, it's actually a good sign. They humble themselves and walk away. Maybe even they repented. I hope so. But then I love how Jesus responds to this woman. He stoops down, looks her in the eyes, asks, where are your accusers? And then he says, listen, I don't condemn you. I love that. Listen, if you're listening today, no matter what you've done, no matter what's in your past, 
God does not condemn you. If you will turn to Jesus in simple faith, he will forgive you, he will cleanse you, and he will begin working redemptively through every failure, every sin, every heartache, every pain. God will redeem it for your benefit and his glory. He works in all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. This woman believed that she could potentially be about to be stoned to death. This was the worst moment of her life. She's probably half naked. She's humiliated. She's in front of Jesus. She's in front of this crowd. Her accuser's not there, so she's taking all the blame. This looks like the worst moment of her life, but I'm convinced it became the springboard for her into new life because she experienced the grace and the power of God. Listen, many of us, if not most or all of us, have a past. There are things that we are embarrassed about, things we regret, things we would change. And if we're not careful, the enemy will shame us into isolation, shame us into hiding, shame us into hypocrisy. And just like this woman, these men thought they were destroying her life, but you know what they did? They brought her into the light and Jesus set her free. And God wants to do the same thing in your life. Some of you are hiding and you think there's safety in the darkness. You think there's safety in your hiding. And the truth is the safety is in the light and you need a safe group of people that you can open up your heart to, that you can be honest about your story, your journey, your struggle, what you're going through now, because it's in the light that God can redeem all of that. I love that. Remember, Jesus is full of grace, but I also love that he says, go and sin no more. Jesus also deals with her in truth. And we talked about this a couple of days ago, but he is gracious and he is truthful. So he shows this woman his love. He's open-hearted towards her. He embraces her. He looks her in the eye. He loves this woman, but he also tells her the truth. It's time to start a new life. And that's what Jesus wants to do in my life and in your life. So listen, no matter what you're going through, Jesus is your safe place. He is full of grace and truth. You can come into the light and listen, all of us have a past, so we shouldn't be judging anybody, right? What we should be doing is inviting people graciously, tenderly, inviting people into the presence of Jesus so they can discover grace and truth, so that he can redeem their pain and their sin, their failure, their brokenness. And all of us then are inspired as we see God's power at work in our lives and in the lives of people around us. So listen, let's be peacemakers. Let's be people that bring people to Christ. Let's never judge and condemn and attack. Let's bring people in the presence of God and trust that the light will dispel the darkness, that Jesus can heal and transform any life, including mine. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray today, especially for those who are living in darkness, who are hiding the truth, who are overwhelmed with shame because of their past or even their present circumstances. God, give us the courage to come into the light. Give us the courage to face Jesus. Help us to see in this passage, he is full of grace and truth, that he loves us. 
that he is open-hearted. His arms are open towards us, and we will come to him in faith. He will transform our life. He will forgive and cleanse all of our sin. God, help us to see that. Lord, I pray for every person that's listening today that maybe has a tendency to be judgmental and severe and critical and harsh in their treatment of sinners. Lord, help us all to see as Jesus helped these religious leaders to see that the truth is we're sinners too. We're broken too. We failed too. We've sinned too. And we desperately need your grace. And so God, if we've received your grace, then we can share that grace with each other. God, I pray that Definition Church would be a place that gently invites people into the light, into an encounter with Jesus that changes everything. God, we want to live in freedom. We want to see lives change. We want to see redemption happen. So God, help us to experience that and to help each other walk in that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me. Listen, if this is encouraging you, let me let me just encourage you again. Share it on your social media. Share it with your friends. Let's get the word out. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. God wants to speak to you and he wants to speak to your friends. So let's let's share it with them. Thanks again for being with me and we'll see you again tomorrow.